I sit tense. Round and round and round that open strip. I see dance. Anthem. Hello. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to Gamer Runs on 101.5. We are here to talk about mostly basketball, mostly things surrounding basketball. Not really, kind of, maybe. Uh, I am uh, one half of uh, Game of Runs, Siraj Kanda, and I'm joined by the other half, Neil Noonan. What's good? What's going That should be our tagline for this show. We talk about basketball, everything basketball, around basketball, sometimes everything, maybe, never. I don't know. <laughs> mostly kind of not really. <laughs> yeah. But we here. We are. We here, and uh, we apologize missing last week. Uh, it's crazy how much happens in two weeks in the NBA. Because I definitely came into today, like this morning, thinking, oh, we're going to rehash Jimmy Butler, you know, kind of check up on what's going on in the rest of the league. You know, the Lakers are playing well. Tyson Chandler's over there. And then all day, we're recording on a Monday right here. If you're listening live on UMFM on Wednesday, God bless you. But we're recording here on a Monday. And all of this wizard stuff just drops on our lap. Woj is... It seems like he's in Washington right now because all his tweets and everything are uh, about Washington. Apparently, uh, John Wall just berated Coach Scotty Brooks uh, at practice and uh, dropping all the F-bombs. And then apparently uh, Beal himself was saying that, uh, I've, I've been doing this for seven years. I forget what the quote was, but he was yelling <laughs> at management or something. The, the best thing, to, to, to chime in, yeah, yeah. Uh, the best thing about NBA is that the quotes that come out automatically become copy pastas. Yes, oh my God. And He boomed me. Yes. He's so good. I, I love the NBA subreddit. The copy passes have gotten ridiculous. Almost. A little out of hand. Yes, yeah. it's, it's gotten crazy. The boomed one, for sure. Yeah. Is right up there. Um, I, He's so good times four. Yes. Uh, the Beal thing, who knows what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, it's a dumpster fire in Washington right now. Now, okay, I have a theory here. It was a dumpster fire before. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's good. And Dwight Howard <laughs> just put it, like, that extra bit over the top. that It was just enough to be like, what are we doing? And you know what? He's like the furthest thing from their problems. He is. Right he's now. not the problem. No. Ha- he's actually helping them rebound. Yeah, absolutely. He's actually a solution to some of their issues. Uh, where do we go with this, man? Uh, first of all, the juiciness of having one of the East's best guards, which I'm not sure if I'm high on John Wall in terms of being a top five point guard right now. Oh, not anymore, man. Oh, yeah. That, those days are so far gone, and it's sad because. I bought a T-shirt that had said Wall on it. I loved him so much. That was in like 2011. But was, man, it, was it a Wizards color, or do you just wear a shirt that says Wall? Like you could theoretically um, just love walls. I was pretty big. I was like really influenced by Je Skeets that would always have just these dope NBA shirts where only NBA fans would know what it meant. So it was a it was a black shirt with Wall in Wizards like white, bl- blue, and red on it, mm-hmm. and it just said Wall across it. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. But, I mean, what I'm saying is that, like, I loved John Wall. And remember the Dougie dance? Brick wall or drywall? Uh, right, yeah. 
<laughs> drywall. I'm a big drywall guy. Okay, cool. I was just curious uh, if we're talking sense. literal walls. No, uh, I mean it's it's so sad to see how far he has fallen, you know. And he just got one of the biggest maxes in the league this summer, and it seems like no one on this team likes each other. That does suck, man. If you're in any working environment and no one likes each other, it's an issue. Um, now, the juiciest thing to me is that I kind of want Bradley Beal on my team if I'm basically anyone that doesn't have C.J. McCollum or Clay Thompson. Oh, absolutely. Right? He so, He's the golden goose in this situation, right? So how or who should be going for either player, but most of all, what I'm interested in, is Bradley Beal. Let's okay, go crazy, uh, man. Let's let me, get crazy. Let, me, let me ask you a question to bring you into this. Who is the last big player with a massive contract to get traded? Uh, not a not a trick question. With a massive contract? Yeah. I mean, Jimmy's having a pending contract. I guess so, yeah. I mean, we'll get to Jimmy later for sure, but uh, Blake Griffin was who I was thinking of. Okay, yeah, because because he signed, he was in the middle of his contract. Okay, Absolutely. Yeah. What kind of team was Detroit where they thought that that was a good idea. Uh, Stan Van Gundy, Van Stan Gundy, actually, <laughs> as the GM, um, thinking that they could run him at point forward, uh, clearing out KCP, uh, a team that just was willing to pay a little bit extra for maybe a B, B-plus talent. Yes, without a doubt. And I kind of feel like those are the kind of teams that are reaching out to Washington right now. And Beal, Beal is a great fit for 29 teams, more or less. And I know you mentioned, like, Portland, they, they have a great shooting guard, right? The Warriors, fantastic shooting guard. The Sixers probably don't need Beal right now. No. I mean, shit, they'd take him. Yes, of course, <laughs> absolutely. Anyone that uh, has uh, his shooting ability, and then he's obviously great on ball as well in the pick and roll, uh, you could use him for sure. But I think we have to start looking at teams that are either trying to keep a superstar, you know, like the Pelicans. Okay. Or you're looking at teams that are maybe that one piece away from being a contender. Who could that be? I, I don't know if Milwaukee has the pieces kind of thing. Um, and then there's the team like the Lakers, right, where – you got the young talent. You're you're becoming a contender when you have LeBron James and stuff like that. There's a few different teams, but I think the Pelicans are going to be right in the thick of not only looking for Beal, but for any of those three. And Otto Porter is absolutely part of this, regardless of his max contract. Um, some of the tweets I've seen and stuff think uh, the Pelicans actually are impressed and want Porter on their team. You know, uh, I think they could probably get Porter without giving up Drew Holiday, which is big. Yeah. Um, like, if they can kind of make, like, a, a B-minus big three with uh, Drew Holiday and Otto Porter and then AD, who knows? I don't know if Porter's the guy that makes AD want to stay True. in New Orleans. But I, I just don't feel like there's a lot of teams that are looking at Washington's players, especially besides Beal, and seeing, like, ah, yeah, I want to pay for those guys. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I was thinking about it when you said L.A. Who says no? Josh Hart, KCP, and JaVale McGee. Ooh, Wizards say no for sure. Okay. Uh, and a pick. I, mm, I still think they say no. Like, if I'm the Wizards, who I don't even know their GM anymore. 
Grunfeld hire? I have no idea. I really don't know. Isn't that the same guy who's been there for years? Wait. Which is even a bigger issue yes. that we don't remember. Without a doubt. If if I'm the Wizards and I'm looking at the Lakers and the Lakers call and say, hey, we want Bradley Beal, what, what are you thinking? The conversation begins and ends with Brandon Ingram, I think. Okay. Because Beal is that good. Yeah. Beal and is it, that good, yeah. The reason I mentioned Josh Hart and KCP is because that frees up two shooting guard spots or two guard yeah. positions. But yeah, you're definitely shooting for Ingram first. I would say Hart is the second part of that package. Like it's like Ingram Hart and a first or something like that. And no. then you'll yeah, and then you'll have KCP and uh, Beal as your shooting guard rotation. And that's big time. I feel like Beal would be fantastic with LeBron. Yeah, and KCP, he he actually played pretty well last year when he wasn't on house arrest. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a real thing. Um, <laughs> KCP, yeah, I mean he was um, a couple of years ago in Detroit. I mean he was like this the next blooming three and D two guard, right? Yeah, him and Avery Bradley were like kind of dueling it out for. B, B plus sort of league skill, but uh, both of them tapered off a little bit, yeah. uh, especially especially Avery Bradley once he got traded, but that's more of a testament to Steven's system, if anything. Um, how do you think, if you're John Wall and, Brad, and Bradley Beal, like, how did it get to this? Yeah, no doubt, man. I, I, I It sounds like uh, Gortat was messing around a little bit, too, back in the day. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's saying, like, he just preferred, and he was saying that obviously not in a very black and white way, but he was saying Beal is the guy that we need, right? John Wall had an injury last year, and uh, Beal stepped in and played basically the dreams hard in, like, the 1-2 combo guard role mm-hmm. where I'm going to control the offense. It's all going to go through me. It's going to be pick and roll. And Bradley Beal, I mean, John Wall, I would say, is one, if not, like, the best passer in the NBA when he wants to. I mean, there was a reason he led the league in assists for a long time, right? Like, it was, like, automatic 10 assists per game. Slash and pass, quintessential, no one got the speed. Like Without a does. doubt. The, the passes that he can make driving the lane to the corner, um, only guys like LeBron can make that kind of pass, right? Like, he's got the athleticism, he can do that. But Beal can come in and do that at, like, an A-minus effort kind of thing, right? Um who do you think had a faster prime, Westbrook, Wall, or Rose? Like in terms of like just straight up agility. Rose was literally just like a flash in the pan of like just the the hottest, <laughs> brightest spark you can possibly have. MVP yeah. level spark. Right? A legit MVP spark, yeah. Um, I don't think Westbrook's prime is over. That's fair. But I think he's past his fastest days. Sure. Yeah. I'm just talking in terms of speed. Totally. Oh, okay. In, in, in speed, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Rose is still the fastest player I've ever seen in my life. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, dude had cuts. Yeah. Unlike many people on the world, right? Like, he uh, he had a special knack. He also... The, the thing with Rose is that he was also... He had no fear in how he landed. Yes. And that could have been a downfall. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you how your body works. But he had no fear with landing awkwardly. Yeah, and that kind of helped him reach a level of speed that a lot of people don't. Until that game one against the six. Don't even want to talk about. Don't even want to talk about. Don't even want to talk about. Okay, these wizards though, they absolutely have to blow it up. I don't think it's Scotty Brooks' fault. I think it's just when you look at all those personalities on that team, and it, it feel like it feels like it's just been boiling for a while. Yeah. Can, is, does any team want John Wall? Coming with a massive contract, dude's gonna make thirty-eight million next year, forty-seven million when the guy's thirty-three years old. Some teams definitely want John Wall. The Kings will take John Wall. Oh, but Fox is playing really, really well too. Doesn't mean they won't take John Wall. They also said they might fire Dave Yeager because he wasn't playing Bagley more. The Nets will take John Wall. 
The Knicks will, the Knicks will take John Wall. The Knicks, yes. The Knicks, I, whoa! The Knicks will definitely take John Wall. Interesting. I mean, they've been a they've been a very popular Kemba destination, and it seems like Michael Jordan, quote unquote, is hell bent on re-signing Kemba. Yeah. So maybe uh, instead of Kemba going to New York, it's John Wall. John Wall. Yo, John Wall in the Big Apple with KD. Wink, wink. Not too yeah. much. Uh, would you ever rather have Goran Dragic or John Wall for the money? Just as a player. Well, as a player, John Wall, you know. For the money, though. The, when the money comes into it, it's it's really tough that, like, I could almost name 29 other point guards I would have than John Wall, you know? like I, 38 million? He's going to be one of the most expensive players in the league next year. Would you rather have Mike Conley at 40-something million? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I would, just too. Super yeah. steady, and I don't know. It's, it's really tough to say because we're two homies sitting here in a studio in Winnipeg, Manitoba. It's really tough to say what the locker room's like in Washington, you know, and we, we can read all the Woj tweets we want, but it really doesn't seem John Wall's a guy that people want to play with. Yeah. Which sucks. It does suck, man, because, like, it, it's, it's hard to not, like, peak John Wall sort of play style. Yeah, no doubt. And at the same time... He kind of might be unpleasant to be around. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're nailing it right now. So it, it sucks, man. Like, if someone's really good at their job, what's the threshold in which you want to continue working with them because they're good at their job? Um, I read somewhere randomly on the internet that you Classic. can be you can be great at your job and kind of a douchebag, or you could be bad at or not so great at your job but an incredible person to work with. Just be around. You can't be bad at your job and an ass face. Right. Uh, if John Wall's not performing, and he's not performing like a $38 million point guard, and he may or may not be an ass face, I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, oh yeah. No um, judgment here. Then you may have an issue on your hands, and you <laughs> yeah. may want to move that employee, right? So uh, that sucks. Uh, I hope John Wall can get together because he's shown, he's shown absolute brilliance on the court before. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see how this turns out. The Washington is in need of a shakeup, man. Like they've been kind of in this rut. Uh, sure, they swept an emotionally unstable Raptors uh, a few years ago. Other than that, I don't. I don't see too many highlights. They're, they're a perennial second rounder for sure. Um, but maybe not this year. Maybe not even the playoffs this year. So wh- where are they going to go? What are they going to do? Dwight just... Howard's not the problem here. That's how bad it is. <laughs> right? Yeah. So um, I, was, I was listening to uh, Ringer NBA show um, before our pod here today, and Joe House was talking about this, uh, and they were talking about, okay, what are John Wall's uh, like basketball accomplishments? And he's like <laughs> sweeping the Raptors in 2015 and then <laughs> hitting a three in game three against the Celtics two years ago. And that's it. That's it. That's all. <laughs> they never. He never won national championship with Kentucky. He's never done really anything. He's been an all star, but like they've never won anything. Uh, it's really sad. And yeah, that I'm just looking at the roster right now of Washington. It's just full of asses. Yeah, it's just full of asses. That's all, <laughs> that's all it is. It's just all ass. Austin Rivers, Markeith Morris, Kelly Oubre, Jeff Green. I don't feel good talking about the Wizards anymore. Dude, man, it makes me sad. And it seems like Scotty Brooks is the last person I would be able to handle. He just seems like such a nice guy. And he seems like he's just playing with a bunch. Yeah, Scott Brooks isn't that Dwayne Casey player coach. Like, you love him because he uplifts players. Yeah. And uh, if you, if a player can't reach, or, or if a player coach can't reach the player, I can't tell what the issue is, because 
as you said, uh, from an outside perspective, I find it hard to not like Scott Brooks. Right. It, just if I'm dealing with that dude on a day-to-day basis. So there's got to be like greater turmoil in the other webs connecting the dots on that team. Anyways. The NBA is fantastic, man. Let's talk it, about other trash. Let's talk about Carmelo Anthony, bro. As soon, as soon as one trade happens in the NBA, a big trade as far as November goes, and then something else starts. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, man. Let's, we can shoot on Melo for sure. I just, want, I just want a quick 30 seconds has on Melo. Play, has he played his last NBA game ever? No. <laughs> Give me that hot take. Where is he suiting up next? Dude, this is such a sad ending to... Like, it seems like a pretty likable guy's career, you know? Retires in Denver. Oh. Maybe New York. Ooh. But he retires on a former team. Denver, okay. New York. Okay. Uh, Where would he want to retire? Like, what do you think is his team? Does he feel New York was his team? Dra- drafted by Denver, you know, but had great years there, too. The best part of his career was in Denver. No doubt, yeah. yeah. But the most headlines were in New York. Yeah. I think he's got he's he's got to play another game. I, honestly, you know what? I'll buy you a smoothie if he doesn't play another game this season. Okay, log it in. Log it in. Um, if he if he does play another game, you owe me a smoothie though. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're talking BJ's though, eh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy BJ's. Um, question. This actually fairly like. I actually want to call call. I, sorry, I actually want to yeah. call my roommate right now and just break it down to him that his favorite player is trash. Yeah. Well, like hot trash. Yeah. Sorry, um, please continue. Hey, what what was his best team? Was it that like Chauncey Billups Denver team that went fairly deep? I think they went to the Western Conference Finals, or was it like that 2013 Knicks team that was second in the East, tons of threes, Tyson Chandler, J.R. Smith. My homie Dan from uh, Livestock uh, gave me a refresher. The man who traded for Chauncey Billups. No, okay. Masai Ujiri. Yep. Uh, that team was so well put together. They made it to the Conference Finals. As Fantastic. I think they made it to the Conference Finals because. Weren't they facing the Spurs? And or? wasn't Iggy on that team too? Like, yeah, it was like uh, a- that was the George Carl team, uh, the team that Iggy. I think Iggy left that team, uh, or did Iggy join slightly after Carmelo left? I'm not sure, but I'm I'm googling it right now. Okay, so all of our listeners, stay tuned. We'll be smart. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the only issue with that is that um, that was the George Carl team, and George Carl was a great coach, but the issue was that. Uh, it actually surfaced that Iggy left partly due to the fact that George Carl was audibly telling his players to foul Steph Curry to the point of injury. Uh, so that was kind of shady. But um, with that said, yeah, I, I don't know if Carmelo Anthony is... Uh, I don't know if he's done, but as a productive NBA player, he's done. Okay, so he's, he's going to sure keep getting them checks. Yeah, he'll... like. I think the Rockets, out of a out of a sign of goodwill, because this keeps their superstars happy and this keeps superstars around the league happy, find Melo a spot. That's no, why they didn't wave. And you yet. know what? Quick golf clap to Houston. Just yeah. it it didn't work. Cut bait and move on. You know, yeah. I just I thought that how, was a brilliant how, move. Can you go to Carmelo Anthony's career page and see how many games he played for them? Oh, totally, yeah. Uh, before that, I'm on the Nuggets. Uh, so it's 2009 we're talking here. Western Conference Finals, they lost 4-2 to the Lakers. These are the guys on their team. Anthony, Billups, J.R. Smith, Kenyon Martin, Nene, Dante Jones, Chris Anderson, Anthony Carter. That was the team. 
Bro, that's a good-ass team. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad, not bad. Um, and then that Lakers team, yeah, Kobe, Ariza, Gasol, Odom, Bynum. Oh, man, Shannon Brown. Remember that guy? Yo, shout-out to Shannon Woo! Brown. They were good. Luke Walton on that squad, Jordan Farmer. Yeah, uh, those Lakers teams were fantastic. Yeah, it's kind of sad for Melo. And um, Bill Simmons, I agree with, like, 33% of what he says, but I actually kind of like the take that he's taken on this, where he's saying people are just forgetting about Melo, and it's, like, it, the just the, the general conversation around him now is so sour that yeah. we can't even, like, remember that he was a fantastic player, uh, specifically an offensive player. Yeah. Because um, now it's just, like, we're almost just getting the, we're getting the real bad version of him, and that's all we're going to remember. Which sucks. Uh, collectively, Carmelo Anthony played 10 games for the Houston Rockets. Um, he was there for less than a month, for actually three weeks. So, yeah, shout-outs to the Houston Rockets for immediately correcting uh, that sort of issue. Um, nothing really stands out on the fact that he was a minus on the court overall. He averaged 13 points a game. Uh, pretty below average field goal percentage. Uh, 32% from three, which is pretty league average pretty bleh normal uh 40% from the field uh you're not really missing much with Carmelo Anthony uh I'd much rather have Trevor Reza uh Trevor Reza's not with them anymore uh PJ Tucker should probably be on the floor in those 15-20 minutes um so yeah good idea very good idea to cut bait and move on yeah uh we didn't actually get to talk about the Jimmy trade because it happened on a week we didn't have an episode uh, trade to Philadelphia for, I believe, Covington, Sarich, and a second-round pick. I believe Jared Bayless was involved in that trade as well. Um, have you had a chance to watch the new-look Sixers? No, really. I've, I haven't sat down to see an entire game of theirs at all. Um, I've, I've seen the highlights for sure. Uh, I saw the highlights of the first game, and then I saw like the, the end, like the block and the, the game winner that Jimmy yep. had the, the other night against uh oh who was it um shoot uh it was against kemba because he got uh, yeah. he had his 60 points i love what i'm seeing and hearing i guess out of philly yeah you know um it's hilarious that he continues to throw shade at the wolves <laughs> saying that i love these guys they work hard they play hard. i don't even I'm think like, he said i love these guys i love these guys so much more yeah. or something <laughs> yeah like uh, just a direct comparison to the wolves but, uh, I, I mean, this isn't a hot take by any means. Uh, it's been recycled. But he is the kind of guy that, like, the town, the city of Philly wants, right? Gritty. Gritty, hard-nosed. He's going to work uh, his, his butt off. And I'm really happy for him that he's kind of found that space. I, I'm curious to see how he meshes with Simmons and Embiid in the long term. It really does sound like that Philly kind of wants to to lock Butler in. But man, those three moving forward for the next three, four years together, that's a great squad, you know? And if they can they could fill the shooting around them, you know, JJ's fantastic. Um they'll probably I I'd imagine they're gonna want to re-up with him uh next year as well. But man, those those three guys, uh they're gonna be a problem in the East for a long time. Yeah, no, they are. And uh Man, uh, you were talking off air a little bit about how gridlocked the West is. The top four, top five in the East now is just dumb. Oh it's my just god! Just so stupid. Yeah. You throw Indiana into that top kind of four or five ish, you know, like throw Milwaukee in there. Too. Well, I'd, I oh, you count them in your top. Four. I'd say there's like a very firm top four that we'll probably see in the semifinals this so, year. So Toronto, Boston, Philly, Milwaukee. Yeah, I think it's and it, then throw Indiana in the. Yeah, field. I I like Indiana just because I mean. 
Oladipo is ridiculous. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know if there's any team that kind of really bounces out of that. You know, Detroit's been playing well here and there. Uh, God bless you, Kemba, but no, <laughs> you know. And uh, yeah, I really like that top four. And Indiana is that uh, that team that's gonna be right behind it. But you're right, like man, they're amazing. And I feel like they're those top four teams are better than most of the West teams right now. Yeah, and that that hasn't happened in a long time. No, it's fan- it's great. Like the Bucks look so good. They yeah. look so good. It's it's crazy. And a lot of people thought that there was going to be a change. I don't know if people understood it was going to be this drastic of a change going from one coach to the other. But man, Bud's got those guys moving. He's got them shooting. He's got them playing faster. He's got the ball in everyone in in the in the players' hands that need the ball. Uh, they they look really really good. Uh, they, the East is going to be so much fun come uh, late April, early May. Absolutely. Uh, but for the West Coast, an unlikely challenger arises, or maybe a regular season challenger arises. Uh, Trailblazers just playing the ball they know how to play. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, they're at the top of the West now, just because the Warriors have slid a little bit. With uh, it's another thing that happened while we were gone. Yellgate or the, the whole KD Draymond thing. But I mean. That's basketball. I mean, we'll talk about that when uh, KD's wearing uh, the orange and blue. But, um, yeah, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, when you look at the West, the Trailblazers, they're, I would say they're almost like the old Atlanta Hawks of the West. Like, they're just built to play good regular season games. They're going to beat the bad teams because a guy like Lillard just won't let those losses slide. And that's why they were third in the West last year. You know, and they're probably going to be right around there again. But if... It's all going to come down to matchups, as it always does in the playoffs. Um, I think everyone was surprised when they got swept by the Pelicans 4 nothing, but it's going to come down to that again this year. But yeah, we talked about, the, again, off-air, but we talked about the gridlock in the Western Conference from 1 all the way down to 14. <laughs> it's every team except for the Phoenix Suns. Poor Suns. Are within four and a half games of each other. So... Anything can happen in five games. Anything can happen. Anything is possible. Yeah, because the Spurs, the Rockets, the Jazz, and the Timberwolves. I'm not even going to include the Timberwolves in that, but the Spurs, the Rockets, and the Jazz, and the Pelicans, sorry. Those four teams are all on the outside looking in right now. Sorry, the Pelicans are in. Spurs, Rockets, Jazz. Spurs, Rockets, Jazz. All outside right now, and everyone thinks they're going to be in. Spurs, Rockets, Jazz, and Timberwolves. If I mentioned those rosters to people, generally, if you didn't know how much of a dumpster fire the Timberwolves were, Spurs, Rockets, Jazz, and Timberwolves all sound like playoff teams because of the talent of that team, uh, of the teams, and their their stature over the past 10 years. 100%. Uh, yeah. Like, the Timberwolves, maybe not, but obviously the Rockets and the Spurs. Uh, the Jazz are just dumb good. I think that's a very public opinion now. And have been playing awful, which is yeah. super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So uh they lost by fifty to the Mavs. If if you fifty. Fifty. And to the Mavs of all team, who oh. are who are currently thirteenth. Yeah. Um shout out to Luca. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Uh dude's winning rookie of the year. Yeah, he is. Uh put your money on it. Uh Grizzlies and Clippers in the playoffs. Still haven't watched a full Clippers game, man. I, I know I have to. If, I, if I'm choosing between those two, uh, regardless if Grizzlies are going to pick up one of my favorite players of all time, Joaquin Noah, shout out to Joe. My goodness. I See, if, that's yo, gonna if happen. Noah could get some more time, Melo's going to get some more uh, time. I don't know why they're doing it unless he's never going to play a minute and he's just there to help Jaron Jackson Jr. Because why would they want Noah taking his time? Yeah. You know, you want Triple J playing there. But uh, out of those two teams, I definitely see the Grizzlies dropping down just because who knows, like Conley and Gasol have actually been playing. I don't think that's going to happen all year. 
That's true. Clippers. Oh. Oh. You gotta yeah, watch they have some a fun Clippers. roster. You bro. gotta watch some Clippers, man. Man, when Harold gets on the floor, I heard. Got, I heard he's oh, putting in a hell of they a just got, They have athletes everywhere. So instead, he looks like the closest thing we've seen to Dennis Rodman, and that was the point where I was like. All right, I'll catch a game. It's crazy, man. In t- the amount of things he can do in 20 minutes in a basketball game is pretty crazy. The game of runs uh, choice pick uh, is officially Grizzlies Clippers. <laughs> November 23rd. <laughs> November 23rd is the Friday of this week. Grizzlies Clippers. Check it out. Um, also, buy some gear from Livestock because it's Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's going to be tons of hot sales, tons of hot sneakers. Uh, and, and footwear and all the like. Um, also, shout-outs to uh, Jerry Lorenzo for a new basketball performance sneaker, the Fear of God one. Uh, Fear of God is his clothing brand. Very excited to see what else is entailed in that. Um, but, man, we're out of time. As soon as this song comes on, too? Yeah. Come on! Thank you, everyone, for tuning in the Game Runs this week. We will be back next week with all the hottest NBA takes. You know we will. Enjoy the NBA. Peace and love.